This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You are listening to the uh, Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubbin and Joe Shasky coming at you every week with all your best Giants content. Whether the Giants are good or bad, we will be here. Rain, sleet, shine. Uh, make sure to like, sub- share, subscribe, share. I said share already. Uh, there's a lot of things you got to do with this podcast. All part of the Odyssey Sports Network here at 95.7 The Game. So Shasky, I'm glad you kind of talked about just you mentioned just kind of how you feel exhausted by all of this and you just you don't know what to expect because I want to use this segment to kind of point our finger at a group of people that I feel like we don't point our fingers at enough. Note how I said group, and uh that is the Giants ownership group. And you know, we, we always talk about, you know, why don't the Giants get the same coverage as like say the Warriors or the Niners? And my question about the Giants ownership is it's like do, do they hold the Giants to a standard that fans would be proud of? So, for example, you look at Joe Lacob. You, you know what Joe Lacob wants the Warriors to do every year. He wants to win championships. And when Joe Lacob does not get a championship, he will do things to change that so that he can get a championship. Blow a three-run lead, three-one lead. All right, we're gonna bring in Kevin Durant. Lose to the finals to Toronto. Okay, we're gonna get D'Angelo Russell flipping for Andrew Wiggins. Lose to the Lakers in the second round. All right, we're gonna bring in Chris Paul. The the standard is clear. Either win or heads will roll. Jed York, kind of the same thing. You know, we all laughed at him when we said we only hang championship banners. Since then, though, I mean, that is the standard. The Niners, they want to hang championship banners. What is everything about this season? That quest for six. Why are Niner fans so high strung right now? Because Nick Bosa is a big part of that. Yeah. And it feels like that Nick Bosa is preventing the Niners from getting to that, 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 that standard. Have you ever felt like the Giants ownership group, even when they were winning championships, you know, back at the beginning of the last decade, did you ever feel like the Giants ownership group put even anywhere close to that kind of expectation level on the Giants? No, no. It always felt like we're waiting our turn. We're waiting our turn. We're going to be fiscally responsible and we're not going to trade any of our prospects because down the road, that's when we're going to strike while the iron's hot. And I'm like, well, I've been waiting for this lasagna to be finished. And, and, Meanwhile, like it's still cooking in the oven, and I don't even know if the lasagna tastes good. And and look, the way I view things is like, give me a little piece of the lasagna. Let me sample it. All right, that's pretty good. I can live with that. But here's the part they don't understand: the lasagna is not going to be just right when you go to pull it out. You got to pull it out and then let it sit for a little while, and mm-hmm. then it gets better. And you know when lasagna is even better? The next day and the day after that. <laughs> Because that's what makes lasagna so delicious. The sustainability. Everything to be perfect. Like, dog, this is not Goldilocks. Swing big. What is the most bold thing that they've done? No. And, I mean, it's just, it's even just office. Office. 
I mean, here's the thing. I was talking to John Dickinson a couple weeks ago. He had a great line. The boldest move you make can't be the move you didn't make. Exactly. And that's kind of where the Giants are at. I mean, you can say the boldest move they didn't make was maybe, you know, either not bring it back. It was probably not bringing back Carlos Rodon. That was probably the boldest move they made and how well that's worked out for them. But like, how many wins is that translating to in the standings? It's not. Okay, maybe it's not adding losses, but it's not adding wins either. And that just seems like the perpetual, like, it's almost like, the ownership standard is just like, just don't suck. Yes. You know, whereas most owners, like I want you to win the giants. It's, it's just don't suck. And I, I swear, like I, I talk to those to my friends all the time. I swear to God, Larry bear, his number one goal every year is I need you to be playing competitive games at the end of September. That's all yeah. I need after that. Everything else is gravy. And this year. Yeah. You're going to get that. This is a giants team that is going to be playing competitive games in September. There is a very good chance that when the Dodgers come here, that last weekend of the year, that, you know, October 1st, the Giants could very well be playing for a playoff spot. And if you're a Giants, if you're in the part of that Giants ownership group, you can ignore the context around what you're doing to play for that playoff mm-hmm. spot. All you want, you can ignore the numbers, you can ignore how you got from A to B, because all that matters is you got to point B. And if you're an owner, you're okay with that. And if you're a fan of the Giants, that should absolutely disgust you. Like the fans should not have higher expectations for success than the owners. And I feel like that's what Giants fans have. No, that's a great point. And 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 that kind of disgusts me when the way you say it like that. And I know it may not be that egregious, but I mean, God, really, that's where we're at. Yeah, it's just we're, we're okay with, you know, a, a few marketable guys in 84-win season. Well, hey, we had a cool moment. Remember that Yastrzemski walk-off home run? Which, again, those are cool moments. But you know what was a really cool moment? That Travis Shikawa walk-off yeah. home run to clinch a pennant. You know what else yes. was pretty cool? That time when Buster Posey caught strike three from Sergio Romo blowing by a triple crown winner. That was yes. pretty cool, too. Maybe make that the expectation. Like Exactly. Carlos Rodon, he went to New York because the fans boo you there if, you, if, you're, not ba- if you're not good enough. I mean, I don't know. What, should Giants fans maybe adopt a more of a, a Yankee fan-ish kind of mentality? Do we want to see a, an ownership kind of take on that Steinbrenner, the, the George Steinbrenner mentality of – if you're not kind of, you know, provide me a win right now, then I'm going to find someone who will. Is that kind of I mean, what we should be wanting if we're the Giants? I mean, I don't know why not. And you say, oh, you're not the Yankees. But, like, we're also not the, you know, the Diamondbacks. Yeah. And, we're not know, the like, Guardians not or the Twins. Like, like, Sam, you've been a Giants fan your whole life. I've never seen Giants fans more angry and simultaneously apathetic to the team. No, and we've seen some really bad baseball, too. Like, I remember, I mean, this is probably the angriest I've seen this fan base since maybe 2008. And I think with good cause there, because in 2008, this team seemed incredibly lost. Yes. And you had no hitting. You had two pitchers who you were excited about, but you weren't, you know, you needed to give them run support. So that was always kind of a bummer right there. But... Yeah, I mean, fans were incredibly angry. Fans wanted Bochi gone because they thought he was a veteran guy. They didn't think Sabian had any sort of clue on how to build out of the Bonds era. But then again, if you're Giants ownership, what you're saying is, well, things were bad back then. What happened two years later? And no, that is not the case here. Like, that's simply just not the case. Like, you can't say, well, you know, it's been bad before and got better. Yes, in all honesty, it will get better at some point. But with the current thinking right now, I it's just... The way the op- the Giants operate right now, I just don't see it happening. It's almost like the way that Sabian, Evans, and Bochi won with this ownership group. I mean, I give Bill Newcomb a lot of credit, too. He was the yes. kind of the guy in charge back then. But it's almost like Giants ownership has become just as big of an obstacle as, you know, the rest of Major League I Baseball in terms of 
Because I just feel like when you have an apathetic ownership that isn't going to be super hardcore on trying to get you to win, then they're going to be okay with seasons like this. They're going to be okay with having starless teams because, you know, we can find other ways to market things because we're playing, you know, competitive games here into the end of September. Like when you set low benchmarks, it's very easy to attain those benchmarks and be like, well, we're hitting all of our benchmarks. We're hitting all of our goals. Things are hunky dory. We're making lots of money. Look at mission rock. And like, that's great for you and your pocketbook, Larry, but that does nothing for me as a fan. And I agree. Like, when you talk about apathy, this is why I kind of still subscribe to the whole you should be able to win as you kind of rebuild thing. Because like I want to go to the ballpark with at least the belief that I'm going to see a win. Like right now I have that. But like you got to give fans more. You got to give fans more of a reason to care. And when you're saying stuff like, oh, the fans light bulb just hasn't gone up, but we're still going to be playing competitive games. We're going to have a rainy day fund and spend money on Cody Bellinger. Like we know you're full of it. Like we've been watching this team for long enough to know that you are full of it. And it's just, I really have a hard time unless someone is just incredibly smart and knows how to build baseball teams in a way that no one's ever seen before. I really have a hard time believing that the giants could build a consistent winning baseball team with the current ownership group. Because well, ever since- this. is this a desirable place for people who do have the capability to get things done? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think so. I think there's a lot. I mean, right down the street, you got a guy in Joe Lacob has shown like he's pretty much wrote the, the Giants brand in general. Is that a place where people would want to work? I think so, because the Giants are still one of the premier franchises in baseball. No one has won more games in baseball history you than the Giants. Why are we settling for mediocrity? I don't understand it either. No, I'm with you. I think the Giants could absolutely run be- like we're the Rockies. They, they, The Giants could absolutely operate like they're the Dodgers or the Yankees. Maybe there's a sense of just like, because, again, we're West Coasters out here. We love kind of our West Coast easygoing vibe. We don't want to be high strung like those people on the East Coast. I get that. But, like, let the fans act that way. I want I, – this is why I say I would love, like, a Larry Ellison to own the Giants. Just some psychopath nutjob billionaire who's going to come in and just attach his entire self-worth to whether or not the team wins or not. Give me one of those. Like, I've been watching Winning Time on HBO Max. And, like, again, for however accurate that show is, the way they portray Jerry Buss in that show is he's just like, I'm just here to win. I'm here to win at all costs. Like, that's what I want. If you're not going to win, then I'm going to find someone who will. Well, I honestly like don't want to win their way. Yeah. If you want to win your way, you know what? If your way isn't working, you got to find a new way. And here's that's the thing. If you want to win your way, then you better be smarter than everyone. And they're not. They're not the Tampa Bay no. Rays. They're just not. No, they're not. Even the Rays, I think there's flaws in their plan. A, mo- a month ago, I probably would have written a blank check for the Rays front office. Still might over this one, though. You know what? You know what? The you know what the uh, this year the Seattle Mariners had a struggling Julio Rodriguez, who was a phenom last year. Mm-hmm. Do you think he would have been allowed to struggle that much with the Giants and continue to play every day? Well, I'm going to go off of our own young phenom and Marco Luciano, and no, probably not, based on okay, what we're talking about. What about Ellie De La Cruz right now? And by the way, he had one of the greatest months ever, Julio Rodriguez, recently. What, yeah. what about Ellie De La Cruz? He's a different player, not as good yeah. uh, in his rookie year as Julio was, but he's been struggling this year. Yeah. Ask Red fans. Did, oh, did no. They sent down? No, but the Giants' way of doing things, they'd be like, well, 
We do have DeJong who can go out there and play shortstop and be slightly more comparable, that, uh, slightly more competent than, than Ellie De La Cruz. No, it's the long play. You got to take your bumps and bruises to, to cash in on the big upside reward. And they're unwilling to do that. They have no. been unwilling to lose games with young players. Meanwhile, I'm watching them lose games with mediocre veterans who stink. Mm. Fifth, Jock is a fourth or fifth outfielder. Yaz is a fourth or fifth outfielder. Slater is a fourth or fifth outfielder. Yet you're shoving them down my throat like they're the greatest pitch hitting guy of all time in Austin Slater. Get out of here. Like, get out of here. Yeah, no, I think that's a very good point. And yeah, it's just like uh, losing with Luis Matos would feel better than Luis losing with Mike Yastrzemski. And this is where, again, I would put it on ownership. Like, you guys set the standard. This ownership group sets the standard. Put more pressure on this front office. Or, or I mean, it, like Jed said it best, you don't replace owners. And it's just, and that's the most frustrating part. If ownership really is the problem, you're just, you're, you're either waiting for a sell, which is probably not going to happen. Or you're just going to wait for their own light bulb to go off. And because, and, and they realize we need to do things differently. Say it's impossible all you want. I want to stop you there. Yeah. This cannot be profitable for ownership. Like at least, at least the A's make this argument of like, well, we're not making any money. And so we got to taper down the payroll. Well, at least they bring up young players and they give them an opportunity to be an estuary Ruiz. Yeah. Still 60 bags, right? The yeah. Giants never allow themselves to bottom out. And, and then they try to, like, claim, like, well, there's nobility in being competitive. No, that's called stupid money, and then you claim that you don't make enough money. I'd rather you just bite the bullet for two years and not spend a gosh darn dime than to watch Jock Peterson at $20 yeah. million dollars a year fumble around with balls against the Ivy in Chicago. Like, seriously. Yeah. Well, what, the, the what thing a, is – Mitch Hanniger has 40 hits this year. Yeah. No, it's just – the thing is, it's like – 40 – there's a good point to be made there. Like the nobility and competing thing makes sense. When you have a guy to go up and at least care about, there's just no one in this. Like the reason you, we, we would be okay, not okay, but at least we would be more tolerable of 71 seasons in the past is because at least we'd be able to see like, you know, a Willie McCovey or a Jack Clark or a Will Clark or a Barry Bonds in the middle of that lineup. But I'm not going to go watch an 84 win team. Well, I mean, I'm going to go watch, but most fans aren't going to go watch an 84 win team when the star attraction of that lineup is Patrick Bailey. And that's no disrespect to Bailey. But it's just this is just the reality of how fans consume this game. Maybe in a year or two from now, Bailey can be that guy, but that's going to be the next manager and general manager's problem at that point.